Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louie. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louie. <laughs> Mary, hi. Hello. Mary, I have 99 problems, but a tickle crab ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is good for you. I feel like all of us uh, could count tickle crabs as not among our problems until this episode <laughs> landed, Kate, because no one had heard of tickle crabs mm-hmm. until... Let's play tickle crabs. Bluey. I know. This is one of the episodes where a lot of angry parents, um, <laughs> Joe Brum might have a bit to answer for, it's just, I think. It's an eye roll thing, isn't it? Like I remember when the episode aired and my son started immediately going mummy tickle and I was just like nope (laughs) no I do not I do not like being tickled I um do not want my three-year-old trying to tickle me either and me having to fake laugh I think the fake laughing with toddler tickles is almost the worst part of tickles Like, because they just sort of poke you they don't actually tickle you they just kind of poke you so anyway I don't like it I do like this episode, though. I do too, and I like it in the knowledge that it could have been a lot worse (laughs) as well because um, way back before this season even aired, um, Joe Brum did an interview on ABC Sydney that I think we've talked about before, actually. It was Mm -hmm. with James Valentine. Lovely um, James. James asked the very, uh, very smart question, like, is there anywhere that you've haven't wanted to take an episode that, you know, the play was too crazy to put it into Bluey. And Joe explained that um, his girls played a game called Pinchy Pinchy where they were crabs and they would, um, you know, set upon him much like a tickle crab but pinching. And it was such a uh, next-level game that he – I think he said he sort of restricted how often they could play. It was like a once a month game. Um, and he said, yeah, he, he couldn't put it, you know, couldn't do it to parents that he put that in a Bluey episode. But clearly uh, there was something there. So it got downgraded to Tickles and this is the G-rated version of the extremely violent Pinchy Pinchy. Pinchy Pinchy. Uh-uh, no way. I am not playing Tickle Crabs. Oh, why not? Because I hate Tickle Crabs. Why? Because you're Tickle Crabs. So I guess, thanks, Joe. I don't know. Mm. I, I mean, the idea of rationing a game, A, is genius, but B, I mean, how do you even do that? Do you have a calendar and you'd be like, it's the first of the month, <laughs> yeah. kids? And just all the rest of the time the kids are glued to the wall. And that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> oh, now – for all the the havoc that tickle crabs creates, I think um, it's almost like they've given us the kryptonite for tickle crabs in the same episode. And I love the glue unglue game. So um, yeah, I mean we'll get to that later. For people who haven't seen this episode, though, Mayor, can you describe what goes on? Look, I think it's it's one of those episodes where not that much goes on. Um, the girls 
want to play Tickle Crabs, um, it's preceded by a bit of quick chat about the benefits of a true love, mm. um, which you're not really sure where it's going, but uh, that discussion gets lost pretty quickly in the pursuit of playing Tickle Crabs, which Bandit doesn't want to play, um, to even to the extent that this episode is called Tickle Crabs and he pulls um, – the title card. Uh, yeah. Louis starts saying this episode's called Tickle Crabs, and now it's um he interrupts nope, it nope. before she can get there. <laughs> they do get there further down the track when he finally agrees. And yeah, it's a very simple game of him going to the beach, the tickle crabs coming home with him, and then just harassing him all around the house. I'll just turn around and pick up my towel. Just shake the sand off. Now off home. Now, Bandit did bring this upon himself because he did comment out loud that it had been at least 10 minutes since a kid had interrupted him with a question. So, (laughs) you know, when you're saying that out loud, like think it but don't say it because the second you say it... Dad? Yeah, mate? Can we get married? Nah. Why not? I'm already married to your mum. So I do feel he brought the tickle crabbiness on himself. Um, Well... Even more than that, the first attack of the tickle crabs we see where uh, Bingo and Bluey sneak around the back of the couch and then their little crabby hands pop up over the back of the couch, (laughs) I did think it looked very reminiscent of a certain emu named Sean. Mm -hmm. And um, you say that, yeah, he brings it upon himself. I think, yeah, uh, Bandit has made this crab-infested bed and it's his to lie in. I must have brought him back from the beach with me. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Chili, because Bandit is keeping on trying to get Chili involved in the game, and she's untangling a doll's hair. It looks like there's, like, gum in it or something. Now, the rule in my household is if there's gum in hair, it gets cut out. I don't even know why she's trying to undo it, really. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of the end, isn't it? It is the end. It does look like it might be a beloved doll, but there's only so much. Like even once, um, you know, something like that is in a child's hair, like I'd be 50-50 on keeping the child. Like it's, (laughs) what can you do? Put them in the freezer? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Obviously you you cut out the child's hair, um, but yeah. Whether you can do that with a doll or then it just is a remind and it lives on as a reminder not to play with blue tack or yeah. plasticine or whatever the offending substance is. Just like one of those um, hideous like mutant dolls in Toy Story One, you know, from the Sid <laughs> next yes. door. Or um Rugrats like Angelica with the Barbie and it had like uh, Cynthia and she had like little bits of hair spiking yeah. out with lots of ball patches, alopecia. Look, it's- yeah. It's a pretty standard uh, fate of toys, but did you think there was something else going on? Like why do you think Chili was so uh, fixated on uh, fixing this toy or was was there some something else at play? Oh, totally avoiding the tickles, like really. Like, yeah. even, <laughs> even, even the thought of being like little like fingers poking you in the ribs is enough to make me flinch. I don't know about you, Mare, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not very tolerant for the child tickling. Yeah, tickle crabs. See you later. Yeah, I don't know. When, we haven't watched this episode a lot, which hopefully I can keep it that way because <laughs> tickle crabs have not infested our house. But I don't know, if tickling happens at our house, it's usually the grown-ups that start it. So I think maybe we're <laughs> as bad as Bandit. 
Is there some serious please facing that gets drawn out at your house? Oh, yes. Now, I reckon this for me is the highlight of the episode. Oh, yeah. Um, because we've, how many episodes have we seen please face in now? Not that many. Um, was it? We first saw it in, in Yoga Ball. Yeah, and we've seen it in Kids where, um, you know, Bingo's using her big eyes and we saw it in Dance Mode where Chili and Bluey are using it. Uh, yes, mm. um, that was, there's been another double police face in the back of the car, uh, I think, the dump? as well. And then, yes. Uh, to get, yeah, to the, get dump, the windscreen and then wiping thingies going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good use of a police face. And mm. then we saw a triple police face with, uh, I think, Bandit and Bingo and Muffin in the Christmas special. So, mm. look, there has been a lot of uh, time and effort put into Please Face practice, <laughs> but I think I think Bluey's gone beyond. This is almost like you know a bit like a one of these sort of newfangled new age jobs, like a <laughs> you know like an influencer or something like that. I think Bluey is almost a Please Face stylist. Oh, like, is yeah. that the vibe you were getting? Okay, bingo, this is going to take a serious please face. Yes, serious. Let's get these ears back. And I'm going to need to see tears. That's good. And let's hold these. Okay, let's do this. The placement, the, <laughs> you know, she she knows that bingo needs her ears back. She's like, oh, one toy or two, obviously two toys. Yeah, the yeah. tears. Um, and bingo is just ready and willing to be styled, obviously. But um, like Bandit says. That was impressive. Isn't it heartbreaking when you hear those words, you don't even love us anymore? <laughs> I, don't, I don't care how much you play with your kids. If anyone, yeah, rolls out that word, it, it does it does get you in the heartstrings like, oh, my God, am I a terrible parent? So um, uh, no matter how I much know. you know, being conned, yeah. Like part of me thinks, oh, does it start that early, the, the – <laughs> The emotional blackmail. Yes. Like I thought that was the stuff of teenagers. <laughs> no. But perhaps it's better that it starts early while they're cute. So you're a bit immune to it by the time they're a teenager. But yeah, uh, you're much but, more willing yeah. to say, no, you can't have my car in $50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah, Chili is on the run um, and using this doll as the excuse. Um, I think we talked a few weeks ago about Bingo's uh, penchant for hiding in small spaces. Mm. Uh, was a bit surprised to find Chili in the pantry, and I'm still surprised that the pantry is upstairs as yeah. well. Yeah, what is with that? It really annoys me. Like imagine if you're cooking in the kitchen and all of a sudden you need, I don't know, baking powder or something. you got to really go up halfway through the house, up the stairs just to get it? I don't know. Um, it mm. seems far-fetched. Hey, what are you doing in here? Hiding. There's no way I'm getting tickled. Uh, do you feel like that is a bit of a standard mum trope, that mum is, you know, doing some kind of uh, non-standard, like just losing herself in the housework to avoid the, <laughs> the other um, pressing kind of children needs uh no see i i felt like this was a bit of a reversal because you always see like the dad being like gotta run and you know <laughs> and like True. sort of leaving mum holding the baby literally um so yeah i think uh i think this is quite a nice reversal that 
you know, Ben, it was taking the hit and mum was able to hide in a cupboard because let's face it, we all have those days where we just really need to hide away from our kids. I remember um, when I was a reporter years ago, um, I was doing entertainment reporting for quite a while and I called up a publicist. It was quite late in an afternoon and she was sort of sounding strange and I couldn't work out why. And I said, is everything all right? And she she confessed that she'd locked herself in the cupboard to get away from her kids because they were just being <laughs> so feral that she, um, yeah, the only way she was getting work done because she was working from home that afternoon was yeah by locking herself in her cupboard um yes and and I found that very strange at the time and now that I have three children I totally understand why she did that (laughs) so yeah look if I had space in uh the pantry I would definitely be taking Chili's lead (laughs) that is for sure yeah I reckon my whole kitchen is the size of their pantry so yeah I am I am with you on that (laughs) um so you said Bandit was taking the hit, but not without a lot of complaining. Um, it's, uh, it starts true. very romantic, uh, the where is my true love, he's even singing about it. Uh, it starts to sound a bit menacing, I feel. Yeah, it sort of goes from Shakespearean-esque sort of to um, this sort of almost um, demanding, like, you know, why? where is my true love and why won't they sort out all my problems? And... I quite like the route that this goes down, Mary, and in some ways I kind of want to play it to 20-year-olds complaining about not having a partner. Um, <laughs> yes, because, yeah. Because it's so true, right? You know, like you get to a, a stage, I don't, I can't even tell you how many people I've spoken to and they're just like, oh, just, you know, they're so unhappy on their own and rather than doing the work on themselves, they're just like, I'm going to get a boyfriend and that will fix my life. And it's sort of like, <laughs> it really won't. Like, you know, whatever. Or, or mm. I'm, I don't know. Um, you could probably apply that to all sorts of fields. You know, I want to get that job and then my life will be great. Or I want to get, I don't know, a, a baby and then my life will be great. And, um, yeah, I just, yeah, it was quite interesting thinking about it from that sort of perspective because I was thinking, there is such um, power, I guess, in when you take ownership of your own problems and you commit to sorting them out for yourself and not relying on other people to come and fix them for you. So if you could teach that to my three-year-old, by the way, please, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did think, um, oh, Will, hang I know, in there, mate. I, um, I did think Chili's response sounded very, um... so Chili says in response to that, That sounds like hard work. How so? Well, your true love probably has her own problems. Hmm, I never thought of that. I guess the first thing I do is yell out for help when I'm... Good luck! Hey! (laughs) It's almost that, like, I don't want your baggage, which... (laughs) (laughs) On the flip side, um, Bandit has been very vulnerable, but I guess in this game, uh, Chili doesn't know him from a bar of soap. So perhaps the lesson is... uh, yeah, vulnerability needs to come with a certain amount of timing. Maybe. Yeah, well, um, yeah, vulnerability, I think if you don't want to overshare, right? Like, you know, there, <laughs> there's, there's a level of vulnerability which is like a sweet spot. You want to share enough but not so much that people look at you with wide eyes like deers caught in a headlight and slowly backing out of the room because they're just like, 
<laughs> too much overshare. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, Bandit needs to do a little bit of work on getting that balance right and um, works it out, thank goodness. Well, it's nice to meet you. My name is Telemachus, and I'm looking for my true love, who's supposed to always be there for me, to come and help me with these crabs. <laughs> Telemachus. We've had this name quite a few times, haven't we? Um, Hospital. He was the patient in hospital. Yeah. I can't think of another time. Mm, yes, because he is that central character from Homer's Odyssey, isn't he? Like the son of Odysseus and yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Penelope? I don't know. But, yeah, from Homer's Odyssey and, uh, yeah, it was kind of nice to see it revived here. Yes. Yeah, I love that they do go back to characters. Um, yes, Sharalander and, and um, Snowdrop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, yeah, going going back to Greek mythology, it is a, you know, he does see himself as a tragic character in this tale. But, yeah, one who does take control against the uh the gods and the tickle crabs so perhaps um <laughs> perhaps there's a there's a epic tale in there somewhere for us oh where are you my true love won't you come to me <laughs> this should be i mean it is a bit of an odyssey it seems um with bandit racing right around the house to try and escape from bingo and bluey's little pinchy hands um <laughs> and the glue and unglue situation i'm loving that i have used that so many times have you have you had cause to use glue unglue no but it's genius um i'm too busy still getting heavy unheavy <laughs> to even get in there with the glue um but yeah it it does look good although the fact that the kid can instantly unglue themselves without sort of any further ado um yeah it does does make it less appealing I feel like there should be a certain amount of time where no you can't do anything yet the glue's still setting guys <laughs> don't move because the super glue yeah hasn't quite bonded um uh yeah I quite like it though to break up a game like if I find that like you know like a tickling game or something is starting to get that bit pointy and a bit rough it's a good one uh-huh. to sort of instantly go glue 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 stick and it kind of it's almost like a reset so that's been yeah, that that's been smart. handy mm. yeah or like a whingy toddler like um yeah so will and i were walking back from the beach the other day and he was doing the whole dragging his feet we were pretty close to home and he was you know and i was like <laughs> i glued him to a lamppost and i started walking and he was like <laughs> and ran off after me um oh man the reverse psychology i know so yes um yeah it was a little bit reminiscent of um piggyback too in a way but yeah (laughs) it was good it felt good to be honest sticking him to the pole and not having to listen to him whinge for an extra 20 seconds anyway i needed the 10 second break and he needed a reset (laughs) hang on I'll use this glue. Glue, 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 stick. Glue, 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 stick. That is a revelation. Uh, Bandit (laughs) gets his revelation as well, I suppose, as he finally takes the tickle crabs back to the sea to throw them in and then just takes a moment to almost 
smell the roses, forget about needing his love. It was a very and bingo gets, moment, right? With all the was. super close the insect super zoom and um, the lights breaking through the clouds and the trees. It's yeah. just beautiful art design. Yeah. Um, that little tree petal floating down, is it Poinciana? Or, um, yes, I think so, yeah. And, yeah, it was just so gorgeous. Um, but then we get almost more Greek mythology as from the skies flies down the, the seagull goddess. A seagull. <laughs> the most beautiful seagull I've ever seen. A Google search could not find seagull mythology link, but uh, how did yours go, Mary? Ah, uh, look, I didn't get far, um, but yeah, look, obviously, if there weren't seagulls in Greek mythology, there should have been. Oh my god, because um, they saved the day. I, I actually just re-googled it, and it did come up. Amazing. Um, so seagull in Greek mythology, seagulls were incarnations of the goddess. Leucothea, or the white goddess. She was once a princess named Eno, a daughter of King Cadmos of Thebes. Um, yeah, there you go. So she is a Greek goddess. Oh, beautiful seagull, are you my true love? Oh, huzzah, I'm so happy. And she is in Odyssey as well. And she makes a dramatic appearance as a a gannet. What's a gannet? Um, I think it's a bird. It yeah. is. It is a seabird. Yeah. Who who tells the shipwrecked Odysseus to discard his cloak and raft and offers him a veil to wind around himself to save his life and reach land. So she. Oh, there we go. So she saves his life. So she saves oh, his it life. all makes sense. Oh my god. There you go. Oh, you can never Google Bluey too much. You can you? never Google Bluey too much. And I love that we are basically being given a crash course in Greek mythology at the same time as watching an ABC children's show. So there you go. What a bonus. Uh, what a happy ending um, and <laughs> particularly happy for Bandit because, of course. I will always be there for you, for you are my true love. But I just need half an hour on the couch. See ya. Well, look, couch time. Half an hour on the couch is just a win, really, isn't it? So, I mean, is there a greater reward on a, on like a sunny afternoon just to be in your own space for half an hour without kids poking you? I mean, yeah, the way that Chili was running around with them both tucked under her arms, I was like, that is genius because they can't actually move. So, uh, yeah. And yeah. that is one game I've uh, dived in on lately, um, pretending to be an animal that only speaks animal. Oh. Um, I don't know how long uh, Chili stayed in seagull character for, but, um, but yeah, you can get a lot of uh, patience and interest from a kid if you only ever squawk at them and they then have to try and translate your every word. And Bon is very keen on like, are you saying you want some apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, squawk, squawk, squawk. Like, okay. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's uh, quite quite a good 
quite a good place to take games. Yeah, uh, same as your <laughs> gluing, Kate, when you just need it to calm down a level and you want them to be quite concentrated. Yeah. Um, getting them to suddenly have to learn a new uh, animal language. Animal language. Yeah, is is not a bad move. So you have to pick the right animal though, because some animals are exhausting. Like you don't want to be well, kangaroo. Like we know example. where asparagus goes. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> avoid all the asparagus animals and you'll be fine. You can't get me up here, tickle crabs. These tickle crabs are smart. You solved your own problems, Mary. Well done. It did. Uh, everyone solving their own problems with some help from, uh, yeah, shape-shifting gods. It's great. <laughs> um, also solved a very small problem with this episode, which was I've worked out what at least one item of the washing is that they're constantly doing in the healer house, budgie smugglers. Now... <laughs> Red ones. Red ones. Oh. It was a bit Tony Abbott-esque, like our former Australian PM who had a penchant for um, the red budgie smugglers down at um, Bondi Beach, uh, Man- mm-hmm. Manly Beach. Um, yeah, do budgie smugglers look good on anyone? I don't think so. I, I don't think Bandit's looking particularly fetching in them. So if, if something doesn't look good on Bandit, I know. what is the use of it? Exactly. And um, is he just, does that mean he's just naked the rest of the time? Like <laughs> Like, what's the deal with that? That is a good question. <laughs> anyway. Um, who knows? I think that knows? might be, we'll have to follow that up in We Know That Now in a future episode, I think. I agree. Um, I think we are done. Oh, did you have anything on music? I did. Um, so uh, I've been texting with my good friend Joff Bush, um, the musical maestro behind Bluey, and um, I have to say, Thank you very much, Joff, because they are going like the absolute clappers at the moment. I don't know if you saw the brilliant profile piece in the Courier Mail the other day, Mary, but that Joff is scoring one episode of Bluey a week at the moment, which I know seven minutes of um, score doesn't sound like much, I guess, to people who aren't familiar with the process, but it is massive. <laughs> like to compose, to get all the music rights, to record all the individual parts, to line it up with the um, episode, make sure all the hits are going to fall in the right place. It is a mammoth production and, yeah, it was very kind of him to to um, reply to my, um, hi, Geoff, you know, sort of text. <laughs> um, so for Tickle Crabs they used um, a piece called Hora Staccato, which by Gregorius Dinucu. I've said that completely wrong. I apologise to any Romanian people who may be listening because he is a Romanian composer. Um, it's a violin showpiece. So um, Gregorius was a um, violin maestro um, and uh, Joff said he chose it because it felt sort of tickly and fun. Um, uh-huh. He said it was relatively famous-ish um, and Yuka Snell plays violin on pretty much every episode of Bluey and Joff said that she somehow managed to play it without much notice. Um, it's a really complicated, like, this is something that would take most people months to learn. So um, wow. he said that she is incredible um, and, yeah, managed to nail it, like, pretty much straight away. So he was very grateful for that. Um, and yeah, I thought it was quite nice, fun, tickly music. It is on, um, the Spotify playlist, Classical Bluey as well, which is lovely if you want to, uh, indulge yourself in some of the beautiful classical tunes from the show. (laughs) 
but it does sound tickly. Be warned. (laughs) (laughs) It may inspire some sort of pinchy, pinchy sort of, yeah. But you have your glue sticks ready. You will be okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, forearmed is forewarned. Hey, um, I've got a couple quick. We know that nows, Kate. Oh yes, um, I do too. And, actually, yeah. Oh well. Uh, speaking of uh, seagulls, I'll jump in with my first one. It's talking about piggyback a few weeks ago. I was talking about we talked about pelican Pete, yes. I think. Um, and I was talking about. Pelican Sid, who was the slip slop slap pelican, uh, should have twigged that you never call a cartoon character different uh, letter to the first name to the last name. Oh. He was actually Seagull Sid. So Seagull um, Sid. I'm sure people were yelling at their podcast uh, when they heard that, but correcting the record there. Um, <laughs> and we know that now. What was your one? Um, well, we had a lovely email from um, our friend uh was it madonna i think who said that the, oh, yeah. the music in the show was actually marky mark and the funky bunch um oh yeah when um bingo comes out as chili and it's like chili loved dancing and they play a little song on the um ghetto ghetto blaster i don't like it, <laughs> it looked like it took Speaker, cd I think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, there was a play button on it, though, so, um, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, so Who knows? it looked a little bit old school. Um, anyway, it might have been from that crate of cool things downstairs. Um, but, yeah, and she was saying it's um, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. So uh, apologies that we did not pick that up because both being children of the 90s, we really should have known better. So. <laughs> I still don't know what song it is. No, I, I don't I, know. I couldn't name one of their songs. All I know about Marky Mark is that uh, he was going to plant a celebrity tree in Clueless and that there <laughs> ends my knowledge. I know Mark Wahlberg obviously since then, but in his Marky Mark days, no, nah, that's it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, all you really need well, to know. Well, for me it was all about um, New Kids on the Block with Donnie. So, you know. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, Mark Wahlberg's done all right for himself, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, it all ended up okay. Yeah. Um, one more quick one because Rebecca in Mount Gambia also got in touch off one we did a few weeks ago, Favourite Thing. Yes. Um, and I love this. Uh, Rebecca teaches at a Lutheran kindy and said um, both in terms of we discussed graces in Favourite Thing oh, yes. and um, both the bird's Grace that you sang, Kate, and also Superman Grace that I was talking about are big at their kindy still. Wow, that's and amazing. she said there is a Batman Grace as well. Oh my uh, god, can you fill me in? Sound so good. So no, 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 no. Thank you, God. Like I don't know, it, <laughs> it didn't quite sound like it lined up syllable wise to me but it's out there and yep sounds great to me um she also <laughs> said so remind me the grace the grace that you sang at the time how does that go thank so, you for the yeah because thank you for the world so sweet diddy dum thank you for the food we eat yum yum thank you for the birds that sing a ling a ling and thank you lord for everything amen <laughs> uh cute oh i just wanted to hear that again it's a banger oh, but it um is such a banger. it really <laughs> needs Rebecca, disco beat. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, but Rebecca says to keep that one uh, fresh, they switch out the animal as well. So it might be the turtles that swim or, uh, heaven forbid, the dinosaurs that chomp. So there's a lot of uh, scope for that getting crazy. And Nice. Yeah. Um, awesome. So thank you so much for filling <laughs> us in there, Rebecca. You're a gem. That's and awesome. awesome to know yet another uh, Calypso is listening out there too. Yeah. And the 80s lives on. <laughs> Anything cool. else? Smith? I think that covers um, both mailbag and we know that now. Thank you for everyone who keeps us in the know. Um, even if it's just letting us know we had something so wrong, it's always great hey, to look, be filled in. We're so trying cheers, to guys. solve our own problems, but sometimes you just need that seagull. So Where is my love? Where is my love? Um, <laughs> if you um, would like to get in touch with us to um, help us out with our problems, feel free. You can find us on all the social media sites on Facebook, Ludicup, Gotta Be Done the Blue Podcast, or at Bluey Pod. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Blue Podcast. On Instagram, we are at Bluey Pod. And uh, you can email us as well. It's uh, blueypod at gmail.com. Uh, yes, give us all the love. Um, and what was I going to say? <laughs> oh my God, my brain just completely shut down. I'm like, can see the end in sight. That's all good. Um, You're nearly there. Yeah. Get it over the yeah. line. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, any more uh, Greek mythology uh, knowledge you want to lay on us, keep it coming. Um, yeah, but in the meantime, uh, we'll be back next week. Kate, it has been a revelation as usual and got to yeah, be done. In the meantime, it's got to be done. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <clears throat> what do you want? Why do you never play with us? What? You're always at work. I'm never at work. It's like you don't even love us. You are joking, right? How can you not love your own children? Ah, oh, cheese and jam. <laughs>